Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. I'm your coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and I'm here to share all my ups, downs, and all-arounds of being a mom to my gorgeous Adia, owning a fitness business called Define London, and truly managing being a unsingle single mom as we cheer on my husband and his amazing business in Uganda. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, is this a mic check? You heard that right. Uganda, and he is not doing the daily commute. So each week, I will be joined by a fellow inspiring, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We all need to take a deep breath together. We try, we navigate, and not be too hard on ourselves. I get it. I am human, and failures simply happen. I am not shiny, and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am, at its best and worst, busy mumsy. Happy days, my busy mumsies. Ashley Verma here, and today's chat is no doubt a special one. I'm talking, I am going to pop some tabs, have an adult bevy, and cheers as a dear friend of mine is joining me on today's show. She is a full-time mama bear, a full-time law student, a fit-on-app fitness trainer, and I am so lucky to call her a dear friend. So please welcome to the Busy Mumsy podcast, Brie Kogel. Brie Kogel, welcome to the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank you, Ashley. I'm so excited Yay. to be here. I mean, it's about freaking time. I mean, I, I may I have asked you to be on this like back in like January. Yeah, yeah. Law school's over for the semester. That's what's different. <laughs> that is right, my busy mumsy friends. She is going to law school. Uh, I know, crazy eyes emoji. That's me right now. No, no, it's it's amazing and wonderful and inspiring, which is, I mean, that is this platform. It's about elevating and lifting and sharing the stories of freaking empowering women like yourself, Brie. Mm-hmm. Brie Branker, for those who are listening and going, well, I know Brie is Brie Branker because we, we, we go back to New York. We go back to the NYC oh, and yes. um, pre, pre-baby, pre-CJ, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. CJ, if you're listening, but, um, you know, before you, there were a lot of showgirls running around, you know, <laughs> post-Broadway show going for wine night outs. And that was the crew. So, um, we're going to cheers. We're going to cheers to the top of this lovely podcast. She's got her wine. I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. This is a circle. I like the can. Okay. So I'm obsessed with this show called Summer House. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. They drink Lover Boy, and I've always wanted to taste Lover Boy. <laughs> that 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 sounded weird. <laughs> but, with said, but with that said, we were at the grocery store today, and you know, like grocery stores in America are like bananas. And yeah. here, like walking around, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to see if they have this drink. I want to try it. And this is by no n- no way an advertisement because I am <laughs> not cool enough. I mean, OMG, I will never live up to their stature. And I use air quotes on that. <laughs> um, I've got a lover boy can in my hand and I'm going to cheers to you, my love, because it has been way too long that we have been out drinking. I know. Is it living up to your expectations? Is Oh, oh is the lover boy. Um, yeah, it, it actually is. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I had one earlier with, with my brother. Um, we, we were out back, um, he has a pool and Adia was swimming around and whatnot. It was so hot. It was like the perfect, like, mm-hmm. 
needed to have a cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally, totally went in for that cocktail. And of course my, my mom was en route. So, so both my brother and I were like, powwow, let's have a cocktail. <laughs> I love well, you know, mom. I love your mom. I, I love, love your mom. Of course we, yeah, of course we, we love our parents, but you know, with that said, it, you know, yeah. an alcoholic, you know, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't go too, too, too. <laughs> Anyways, Brie. So you had the glorious Christian. He goes by Tuck, but mm-hmm. name is Christian. Jeremy. Yeah. You're one of the few people that really knows that. Well, you know, I, I actually am a friend of yours, so I should. I know, but it's like <laughs> my heart. I also people are like Tucker and I'm like, no, it's not no, Tucker. No, 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 wrong, wrong and wrong. Um, but he has a birthday coming up too. Yeah. He's going to be two in like a little over a month. Wow. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Are you experiencing the terrible twos right now, or are you like yeah. still in like La La Land? Oh yeah, we started that like four months ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Well, confession here that Addie has was born and raised in the terrible twos, and <laughs> been at the bottom of that pool, desperately trying to get to the top for quite some time. So you're you're nearing your two year marker, two years in. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling now? Okay. It's funny because motherhood, I think, makes you insane because on one side, like if I have the two people on either shoulder, one is like, have another baby right now. And the other is like, you can't handle this one. (laughs) So I think we're going to go with this shoulder and just make the crazy crazier because I mean, the love, the love is insane, but the headaches are too. But I, I think they're worth it is where where I'm winding up. Okay, so 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 then the conversation is you 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 know, if baby number 2 happens then you you're like bring on crazy. If it happens, yeah. I think in my head like cuz I'm from one of two, right? I have one brother and when he was like not wanting to be my best friend, I was so jealous of the people that had multiple siblings so they could just turn to another one. Um and the idea of just like having extended family build upon build upon build upon my dad is one of eight sounds like a a crazy fun scary awesome mess and I think like I'm drawn to that but you know I have no control over anything so so from from my side I can say like knowing CJ I think he is all for that crazy as well I mean I think he's like signed me up yesterday oh he's the most hands-on the most like let's wrestle like yeah absolutely 100% so you have made the move back home to your hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so how was that transition um, with Tuck? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tuck because mm-hmm. most people know him as Tuck. But, um, you know, you, you had Tuck there as well. So you, had, you, you made the move while, while pregnant. Mm-hmm. But from the big bad city of New York, how was that transition for you and then diving into motherhood back in your hometown? I mean, it was a lot easier for me than it was for CJ. That's for sure. I have a network here. A lot of people that I grew up with are still here. My parents are 15 minutes away. So for me, it was like, okay, I can breathe. Like, yes, it's the beginning and craziness of COVID, but we have access to going outside. Like we have family that we can make a little pod with. Like my COVID experience was not the same as a lot of people's and in a very good way, Um, which was a lot harder for CJ because family's not here. And 
his best friends yeah. are in New York. And so for him, it was much harder. Um, but then Tuck, you know, it's like, wow, it's not about us anymore. It's about this and not only keeping this alive, but keeping this relationship between me and CJ really healthy while transitioning. And, you know, we were still newlyweds. We had Tuck before our first anniversary. So there were growing pains. We spent about a year in therapy. And the only reason we stopped is because law school started. But we also felt like we actually did learn things. And we had to do some hard, some hard work. But I do feel confident that it made us much stronger and made us grow up inside of our relationship much faster. But it was hard. That's for sure. Did, were you, I mean, I mean, you can say, Ashley, no, I'm not answering that question, but I will answer anything you ask, <laughs> but, but going to therapy, was, yeah. was that also like during COVID that you, that you, yeah. were, you were doing therapy then? And it was like an ultimatum. Like I had a hissy fit one night and I was like, this is what we're doing. And he was like, all right. I mean, we just, we had to, we had to, I think the isolation, coupled with we don't know how to be parents coupled with we actually don't even know how to be spouses like we just needed help we needed lessons we needed tools we needed it all and we got it no that's amazing I mean I'll be very transparent and say that I wish I had that dialogue sometimes with Ricky because you know we're, we're out of COVID now obviously and we're we're not in that isolation but we struggle with travel and Mm -hmm. he is nine times out of 10, he's in Uganda and, Mm -hmm. you know, for big chunks. I mean, he's been gone now for nearing two months and, you know, I, I, we laugh about it and it's unsingle, single mom, but, you know, my heart is, is with him, obviously with Adia, but, you know, we it's like starting all over again every time every time together mm-hmm. and the work that you thought that you were progressing with mm-hmm. and then you literally have to rewind back to well who's in the bathroom first well who's going to do right. this well right. wait you mean you're not going to do the i mean it's like that that yeah. the war yeah. time or tug of war that, you know, to, to anyone listening, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to therapy. And if you, if you as a couple can acknowledge that you can grow and learn and, you know, move press forward, then by all means do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a testament to your commitment to each other. You know, like I'm so invested in this, that this is what I'm willing to do. Cause it's hard. It's hard. And then what did you find while going through therapy with CJ, your, with parenting then, like how Mm -hmm. did that evolve? Like how, what things did you pick and choose to do together, not do together Mm -hmm. to build and grow from, to help your relationship? Yeah. I mean, my tendency is to be quite critical. And I think that comes probably from dance life, right? Like, oh, there's actually a better way to do that this is the more right thing to do. And to me, that's not an offensive thing to say. It's like efficient. It's like getting that note that means that I paid attention to you and I I see a way for you to improve. Like to me, it's a great thing. But to somebody else, it's an attack. Like you're not good enough. You um, aren't as good as me. And like within a relationship, that ain't going to work. And his go-to is defensiveness. 
you know, and to snap back. And so together, like we would fall into these habits that were just toxic, totally toxic, and definitely did nothing for Tuck. And so we had to learn how to like put things aside to both like our biggest tool we learned was like pause, like just time out. Okay, I'm triggered by what you said or, or what you did or didn't. And I need to like take 30 seconds, five minutes, 15 minutes and realize what is that person actually trying to do for us or for me? And can I find the good in what they're doing and saying? And if I can't, can I express that to them in a way that they can hear it? And like, that was so hard. And that took us the entire year. But, and you know, that doesn't mean that we do it right every time, but it was like just acknowledging that it existed and like, hey, sometimes it's like, hey, this is that thing. Oh, okay, let's pause. Let's slow down this confrontation or whatever it is and like address it in a calm, like really laying it out on the table kind of way that gets us to a solution. But damn, that took a whole year. (laughs) But breathe, that literally just goes right back to a child and building blocks. Yes. They have to start at the bottom and they have to layer and they have to layer. So those tools that you learned with CJ, how then are you implementing that with Tuck? Yes. Because as you as a mom, you already said, and I already know this, and I am very much that girl too, when it comes to, well, it needs to be this, like, it's gotta be right. And it's, it's gotta be this, like, how are you doing this with Tuck? Right, exactly. And like, we are three different people, very different people, even as much as I want to say that Tuck is just like me. <laughs> it's like respecting that that difference and also finding that consent. That's been a new thing with me and Tuck is like consent. Like, can I do this? Like, can I, can I change your shirt? Do you want to eat this or get in the pool or whatever and like respecting him saying no no mommy he loves to say no mommy and I'm like okay all right then and like that's hard but it's I think builds like a respect within our relationship that hopefully he feels like forever he can be himself his actual self around me and not what I want him to be now your parents are around a lot Mm -hmm. do you hear from them Oh, Tuck is just like you, Brie. Oh gosh, they're like he has like a little ism or a little like, you know, a little fit, if you will. Are they are they like constantly doing that? Oh, Brie, he's just doing what you did. I mean, here and there, but like sometimes I see it too. I see my brother in Tuck. I see CJ in Tuck. I see my mom in Tuck. So it's like I do think that it's like a little bit accurate, but I wouldn't say that they're going overboard. Um, but it's just funny to like see them be first time grandparents. Right. Like that's, it's funny. And it's like, oh, is this how you were with me? Or have you learned from things I didn't receive well or respond to well? I don't know. It's interesting because they're like, yeah, they're right there. Well, it's amazing that, you know, you have them just around the corner and, you know, they're, you know, involved. Was that hard for you to let the reins go at times so that you could get on with your, what you needed to do? Um, it was harder for me to do it with CJ than my parents, which wasn't really quite fair to my husband, <laughs> but it was hard. It was very hard for me to let CJ just go for it for a whole weekend at a time. Um, and he's not only good at it, I would be lost without him being able to do it. 
Like I would not be in law school if I didn't believe he could do it. But, you know, that was a year in the making and it was a lot of me letting go of control. Apparently I'm a control freak. Apparently. But um, I'm working on it. And I'm not saying a word. I, I, I feel like we should turn this into a drinking show. Drink. I know. <laughs> Drink to Brie not being a control freak right now. Trying not to be. I'm working on it. Hey, Every listen. day. You know, I, I could give you my laundry list and, and, and Ricky could chime in with a few as well. And <laughs> you know what? Like, love me for me. Right. And exactly. You know, I, I, I love you for you, Brie. And I love you for you. It, you know, everyone has all sorts of colors and stories and ups and downs. And, you know, I, I, I would not want to be just flatlined and no, blocked. no, not at all. No. So, so you have this delicious little boy and a fabulous husband. I mean, CJ, I mean, he's just a dreamboat of a guy. <laughs> then, you know, you, you said, hey, guys, we're, we're, we're going to move back to my hometown and I'm going to go to law school. So, Brie, how as a mom and, mm-hmm. you know, nearing the two-year marker with Tuck, how mm-hmm. are you just striving through law school? Well, you know, law school was not really the plan. It was like, let's finish undergrad uh, because that was something I had wanted to do for a long time. And then I actually just had the time to do it. And it just happened. Like I, all of the classes I was taking in undergrad were leading towards law school. And I was like, well, let me just take the LSAT. Let me just see how I do. Let me just apply to these schools. It was very like tiptoe down the yellow brick road kind of thing. Um, And then once school started, you know, at that point I had been in school and with Tuck for a year. So I was like, oh, okay. I know how to do this. No, law school. No, it is. She's a different beast. She's got four heads and they all have horns and they all breathe fire. Like she is a beast. And if it were not for my parents and CJ, I would be, I would have been sent to pasture. Like it is just next level amount of work and the work doesn't stop. It's, there's always something more you could be doing, um, which is exhausting. But I will say, I think being a parent makes it better because there is somebody that is depending on you. Literally so you have to disconnect. Like you have to disconnect yes. at some point. Yes. Say, yeah. You just have to choose. Okay, I'm done. And now I'm doing this. And I see some of my classmates not feeling like they can make that choice and it's spiraling them. And I'm like, yeah, I see how, yeah, it makes sense, but I have to go bathe my child and put them to bed. And I'm so grateful for that, like hard life stop because it gives me that balance of like, oh, I can breathe and I can watch Blippy. Oh my God, freaking Blippy. And just <laughs> take care of my child for a minute. I, I, I actually want to do a little shout out to Blippy um, <laughs> because I could not find Peppa Pig on my brother's TV. And then I came across Blippy and I was like, this is so bananas because I saw CJ dressed up as Blippy. And I didn't even know who it was until I saw CJ's Instagram account. And then I like was like, oh my gosh, here's Blippy! Like here he is in all his glory. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk loves Blippy. Loves Blippy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, good for him. He's doing it. Adia has joined that bandwagon with Tuck because she um, she set sail on that bandwagon um, a couple of days ago, and we are we are in it to win it, and it's keeping her level. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. I could sing you the excavator song if you'd like for your podcast. <laughs> well, we're still talking about you becoming a lawyer. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna hold you on those 16 bars right now for <laughs> and save that for your callback. Oh now my back God. to Oh my God. I, I, I honestly want to know, like with law school right now, like what are your plans? Like what are the five-year plans of mm. you moving forward? What do you want to do? I, you have such a rock solid voice on your Instagram. And if you are not following, it is in the show notes, everyone. So please follow. And as a women advocate and the voice that you are creating and finding. Um, can you just speak more how you want to use your law degree and how you want to push forward and how you see it moving in the next five years for you? Totally. Um, so what I didn't realize going into law school is like you spend your summer working at, well, working wherever, but I chose to work at a law firm and a law firm in general will like let you pick from their practice areas. Like, what are you interested in and who do you want to learn from? And so I've been diving into the labor and employment group at this firm. And it's fascinating, number one, from our perspective as dancers, of never having bargaining power when it comes to negotiating a, a contract and being on jobs, being like, you know, I'm sure this isn't right, but having no way to like petition strike walk out like there's no way because you're so replaceable so like that fascinates me but then now that I'm a mom too and like just the other day I'm reviewing an employee handbook for like their lactation accommodations and their paid family leave and North Carolina has none of that on the books right but then federally you only are required to comply with the federal laws if you employ more than 50 people so these small businesses you know they, they really don't have much regulation when it comes to making moms or parents welcome uh, or have a longevity and it's like that kind of stuff i want to light this world on fire and be like women are allowed to be here <laughs> like not only do women deserve to be here but women will contribute in a way that is going to actually elevate whatever it is you're trying to do whatever it is and we have to figure out a way to change the public policy so that it is not a situation where you have to choose between your family and your career aspirations, your family and your educational aspirations, whatever that may be, not only for yourself, but for the example you do set for your children and the people around you. So sorry for my little soapbox, but huh, we just got to do better. I, 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 I want to put you up on the soapbox to talk because that's, <laughs> I, you know, Please, I mean, continue on and continue on. I want to continue watching you go on and on with it. Now, with the the summer program that you're doing, is it? it, it am I right in saying is it an internship? Like, how mm -hmm. does mm -hmm. so? Is is that something where you are looking, like focusing on on that direction right now, or is it mm -hmm. something you you're working in a different environment because like this is the the path you have to go to get there? Both, uh, literally both. I'm working on it right now with this firm named Wyrick Robbins in Raleigh. And then um, for the month of May and then for June, July and August, I'll be working. Well, actually, just June, July, I'll be at a separate law firm. 
And I get to go in-house with one of their clients, which is basically like being the lawyer for one particular company rather than a lawyer for anybody who wants to employ them. Um, so I'll be with GlaxoSmithKline for a few weeks too. And so seeing how, what's different, what changes when that's your perspective, when that's who you're advocating for as opposed to the other. Um, so it's going to give me a nice little buffet, a nice little sample platter, a little charcuterie of the law to kind of decide like where I feel my skills are best serving the people I want to serve. Um, and then next year at school is the first time I get to pick my classes. So I can then use what I've learned over the summer with the classes to start to really groom myself into this type of lawyer in this particular practice. So it's a cool, weird experience. No, it sounds amazing. And then I also want to know where, where, where's the sprinkle in of politics? Because I just feel <laughs> there's a Brie Kogel, like, you know, you know, just where is it, Brie? Because I know it's in there. I know it's in there. And it I know is, you might go it, that it route to say it. It, it exists. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I don't think, yeah, I, I think we all know that. I don't know that North Carolina is the place for me to do that. I don't know that North Carolina would literally enough of the majority would agree with what I want to do. But what I do know is that there are politicians in this state that do align with my goals and objectives for just coloring specifically in labor, but, but largely in, um, equality and inclusion. Um, one of them being Sherry Beasley running for state Senate. We're having our primary today. It's very exciting. Um, and so I do think if it's not me, it's me supporting another. And I, you know, I don't always need to be the driver. Like I can be a really damn good cheerleader. Um, cause I'm kind of a bully, right? Like I'm really aggressive with my love. And I think that's what, um, what I, see in my relationships like it's why I love the crap out of you because you're not shy about who you are and you're not shy about making space for the people you love and like that to me is the kind of person that needs to be influencing others and so I'm like yeah I can elevate somebody else I probably should not be the one on the commercial <laughs> but I can certainly support the one who should be <laughs> I feel like you'll be at the commercial shoot, shoot going, no, no, yeah. you, that lighting's bad. Start over. I think it would be a little miserable for a lot of people. So I recognize that in me. <laughs> this is so off track, but I'm so going to bring it up. So I'm going to take this back to Ripley Greer. Ooh. And mm. we were at an audition. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, geez. You, you were not having it. So you whipped out a sandwich and I remember standing there and we were, we were tapping and you I were like, I'm Ashley, I'm hungry. And you whipped out your breakfast sandwich. And we were definitely at a callback for this small, tiny little Broadway show called Bullets Over Broadway. Do you remember that? I laughed my ass off so hard because- In the room? In the room, because I literally just going from that commercial, you do that wrong. You do that wrong. I can now see Brie like being like, I'm in this audition. I don't want to be here. So you know what? I'm going to eat my snack. I'm just going to eat my food because I just don't care. Yeah, it sounds right. Was it like um, maybe a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. 
I don't remember that, but I believe you. <laughs> so only because like in, in this, like I, when it comes, like when it comes to that world or whatever, I always like do try to like be that people pleaser. Yeah. Like, but there's a limit. I swung shows because I was a people pleaser and just wanted to do whatever, you know? Yeah. 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 Or maybe well, that's why I only was in one show. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard limit when it came to that. They're, oh, not, they're not true. The talent is endless, which, which leads us back to the fact that you will be ruling the world and giving <laughs> voice for women. And, you know, and for women that, my gosh, I mean, flying back to the country, flying back to, you know, America and being like, what the hell is going on? Nothing good. Nothing, nothing good. Nothing good. Mm -hmm. good. And, you know, I look at my daughter and I'm like, you, they're going to take our voice away. Like even more so, like we don't even get paid enough to Mm -hmm. equal, to equal measures of men. Mm -hmm. And now we're in a position where, you know, our reproductive organs are being and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, put on pause on silence. I mean, yeah. It's, and that's just one of the many things that are going to go one after another one. I mean, it, yeah, this is the beginning of a very bad place. Yeah. It's, it's frightening. And, but it is frightening, but on the other hand, how do we try to change to maneuver, make it okay in a safe space for our children to grow yeah. and to learn Oh, and, yeah. and, and where you are in America and, you know, and, and your surroundings, what are you doing to make sure that Tuck is going mm-hmm. to be as elevated and lifted as mm-hmm. possible in his upbringing? Well, you know, there's a little bit of a spectrum there, right? Like part of it, like the home space, we are going to get real at home. I will be that crazy mom. That's like, let me see what they're teaching you at school. Like we're going to do lessons at home. For sure. But there's also that idea. And this kind of comes back to your politics question. Like, should I be on the school board? I mean, honestly, right? Like this seems to be the new political arm that really makes a big change. Like that has huge impact. And it's not something that can be poo-pooed anymore. Like that, that is a direct line to the kids and a direct line to making sure that they are getting what they need to be good citizens, good humans, good good to each other. And it, that's got to be the goal or else we are literally doomed. Um, so I think, I think it's everything in between the two of like being good at home and perhaps being a little political, but um, it, it's definitely not gonna be a quiet adventure. I mean, I'm gonna have to be loud and proud in every single circle I'm in all the time to make sure that at least I'm aware of what's happening around me at the very least, if not involved in making it better. Cause like we all have the responsibility now. No one gets to say like, Oh, well I voted like it, that's not enough. Apparently it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I like the idea of you on the school board and I'll, I'll just, um, I'll oversee PTA. So, and I'll do the snacks. Uh, the orange slices and the aggression. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring pom pom. So I'll, I'll bring a little lightness to it, Brie. You can come out like come out strong, and then I'll be in the background. <laughs> we got it. 
I'm ready. It's, 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 it's like, you know, another Broadway musical, but, you know, set a little further. <laughs> We're prepared. Yes, we prepared. And, and speaking <laughs> of, of prepared, um, you know, back to parenting of mm. what you, what have you discovered and learned now that you just had no freaking, freaking mm. movie back in before you even <laughs> dove into saying, well, welcome to the world talk. Like what yeah. you learned now in your parenting that you never saw coming? Apparently I'm very patient, which I think as a control freak, I had very little tolerance for beforehand. Um, I wanted things on a straight path, like one plus one is two. If I go to this audition and do this well, I get this job. Like it was very, oh, there's a problem, fix it. And I think in my quest to really create space for Tuck to be literally his own entire person, I just try to back off a lot and like let him take the lead and let him fall and let him cry and let him talk gibberish and just see what what's going to best serve him right now today. Because I mean, at least when it comes to food, right? Like, oh, he loves bananas. We're going to do this every single day. I hate bananas. Okay, well now what are we doing? And like the constant reevaluation in theory sounds like something I would suck at and be like miserable with, but it slowed me down in a way. Again, I think this kind of comes back to the law school thing too. Where like I gotta let go of controlling stuff. I gotta just let it come at me, deal with it as it comes, make an informed decision right then and realize that decision probably won't apply tomorrow. And it's like a little tiring, it's very tiring, but it's serving everybody else well. And that is giving me peace of mind. So yeah, I think uh, battling the control freak inside of me is like not only something that I have to do, but like it's better. It's definitely better. Oh, well, I, I think that Tuck needs and deserves that strong voice. So mm-hmm. I, you know, don't don't beat yourself up on the fact that you have a control freak feelings <laughs> inside of you because you're doing a damn good job. You're doing a damn I'm good job mom. being a mom and going to law school and being the best wife that you can to CJ and being the best daughter to your parents. I mean, all of those things. No, remember, no one would be around, right? No one would be around if they didn't believe mm-hmm, want you to fully thrive right so it's 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 such a wonderful um and it's it's a wonderful thing to watch from across the pond and you know from another state right now but it is to really it, it is a wonderful thing to really watch you flourish where you need to go and where you need to grow and mm-hmm. for that busy mumsy listener who is a bit timid right now. And she's, you know, think about that gal who is expecting, but wants to go to school. Mm. What Mm -hmm. would your advice to that that busy mumsy who is, you know, you know, can she do it? Oh my gosh. Not only can she do it. Like I think about my own journey and it's not literally my own journey. Like I'm looking to the busy mumsies in my life, you you know, where I see my friends being moms, being badass bosses, not letting one thing slow them down, but instead letting that thing inspire them 
to more greatness, not only to fulfill the, their own dreams, but to inspire their kids too. Like I know Adia is in those private sessions with you having a ball looking at her mom, like, this is so cool that my mom does this and lets me be involved. And it, it sticks with them. It shapes them and it inspires the people who are next, right? It inspires people like me to go, damn, they're killing it. And you know what? I'm going to at least try. And I'm really good at failing. I failed all the time in New York, but the failure always taught me an invaluable lesson. I'll figure it out. And so for me, it's like, it's a collective. It, it's all of us together continuing mm. to show each of us, like, not only do you got this, but it's important that you keep doing it. So yeah, I mean, it's like, that's the easiest question you could ask. That's a good one. Well, well, you know, I, and, and you handled it beautifully. And, and I think it's about picking yourself up and, you know, not being dust yourself off and, mm -hmm. And, and, and keep on going. And that goes with parenting. When, when the, the paint is on the wall and the shit is going down your arm, literally, mm -hmm. literally, <laughs> literally, you know what? It, 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 it's all going to be okay. At the end of it, take a deep breath, take it in and mm -hmm. move forward with it. I say it is a fabulous cheers to you. My gorgeous Brie Kogel. Brie Pranker. I always always say Brie Pranker. It's like everybody's like Ashley Yater. Yater. Know. You know, it just is Verma. Ashley Verma. I got it. You got it. <laughs> but you know, it's all about that cheers and um and to keep elevating and lifting. And remember that, my busy mumsies, it's about elevating, empowering, and lifting. Because if we don't have each other, who do we got? Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, drop lots of love, my Brie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mumsy Podcast. If you have enjoyed this week's show, then please, please give it some extra love where, wherever you download your podcast and give it a five-star rating, a high five, a kickball change, a yes, yes, go Busy Mumsies. And don't forget, you can find out more information about this week's guest, what we discussed, and everything else related to the world of Busy Mumsy by clicking the link in the show notes down below.